Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. (sighs) Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Some of the best high school basketball in the Midwest is played right here in Southeast Wisconsin. It's time to hear from some of the best high school basketball coaches in the area. It's the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores. Let's turn it over to the fan high school insider, big-time Mike McGivern. Uh, Welcome to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented as always, by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern. Since we last talked, I want to thank uh, or certainly congratulate Pewaukee and Wauwatosa East, Division II, Division I state champs. That was fun last weekend to be able to watch all that basketball. It was really good. And let me tell you about today's show. We, um, I was talking to Coach Wallersheim over at Martin Lutheran. When they got beat by uh, Wisconsin Lutheran, he told me about a conversation that he had with one of his seniors. And I got to tell you, it it made so much sense to me because I've had guys over the years and we win a state championship. And instead of utilizing that just kind of as a stepping stone, now let's go make more memories, they've lived off that a little bit. And I just, you know what, he had a conversation with one of his seniors said, look, don't do not let this be the pinnacle of your basketball and life career. It can't be. It's got to be just a really good memory. And, you know, we had a great year, played really well. Now let's make more memories, whatever you're going to do the rest of your life. And I thought a lot about that. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to reach out to some guys and gals who won a state championship here in the state of Wisconsin years ago. And what, you know, what that meant to them as a player and what they utilized that platform and what they, they learned at that time for the rest of their life. Look, any of you guys out there who out through the years have asked me this question, who's the best player you ever coached? And look, if you want to know who the best shooter is, the best defender is, the best rebounder, those are all different guys. But when you ask me who the best individual basketball player I coached in 36 years, my first pick in the draft is this kid, J.R. Blount, Whitefish Bay Dominican, Loyola. He's now the top assistant at Colorado State. Physically, mentally, spiritually, academically, and by far the, the strongest will to win of any kid I ever coached 
it's him. And so I asked him first to come on because he's doing great things with his life. I kicked his coverage by a mile with a beautiful wife, and I had more fun at his wedding. Hey, Jr. thanks a lot for a couple minutes of your time. How are you doing today? Coach, appreciate you having me. Yeah, you bet. I really appreciate you coming on. I'm going to ask you to to speak up a little bit if you can. So, Jay, you know, this thing kind of hit me, and and you know Coach Wallace. I played for him for four years, the four years that I was at Dominican. And I think that we do a pretty good job of, of, of getting our kids prepared for the next level in a lot of different areas. But for some reason, it, it seems to me like some kids get a chance to play and, and win a state championship, and all of a sudden, that's that's it. That's the pinnacle right. for them. And I'm wondering for you, we went back-to-back with your junior and senior year, and it was, man, that was a big deal back then. But then you move on, went to Loyola, and it's just a good memory at that point. Absolutely, Coach. I think you hit it right on the head. Um you know, it, it was a great experience. You know, it was more our, our bond as a brotherhood and coming together and culminating all the, the wins and hard work and uh, Wally making us do dribble shoot every day um, and no walk drill and all that stuff. And all that stuff we thought was kind of goofy um, really ended up paying off for us. And, you know, but, but at, at the end of the day, it was, you know, kind of like, okay, this is what we did in high school. And, now what can we do as men as we go into college and, and, and garner degrees and, you know, focus on, on family life now as we're getting a little bit older and all of us have kids. and it, It's a great memory, but it was, like you said, a stepping stone for all of us. Yeah, And, and you know what? I, I hope that there's some kids and parents that, that, that are listening um, to this because, look, the show today, you're on the first segment and then a guy that you know really well, Lance Randall. He lost in the state final as a player, but won one um, as a coach or two. And we're going to talk to him. And then Andy Fox from Arrowhead, Zach Bond, who's playing yep. for the New Orleans Saints, Brown Deer kid. Um, we're going to talk to Jose Winston. We're going to talk with with Erica Malachina um, Cook, who played at Pius. All state yep. champions and all people that I said, hey, look what's your memory? Oh, it's great memories. You know, I loved it. I love talking to these guys every once in a while, but understand that we kind of knew that that's what it was. Let's win one. And then I'm going to St. Norbert as Andy Fox did, or I'm going up to Wisconsin. Zach Bond did. You're going to Loyola. And now let's make new memories with a whole different group of people. And, and look, as a junior and senior in high school, that was important to you. It was important to win those. But then after, do you remember after winning the first one, um, getting in the car and thinking, okay, that's it, huh? <laughs> yeah, no, it was funny, you know, because after the first one, I played like garbage in a state tournament up in Madison. And, um, you know, I kind of really just went back and kind of reflected with my parents, my dad especially, and was like, hey, you know, that that was great. And, you know, all the hard work paid off, but let's do it again. But in the same time, you know, I really was kind of focused on that next step in a sense where I was like, okay, well, what else can I do to be better? You know, what can I do to, to help my teammates be better? And we were all super close and a lot of us played together in the summer. So, you know, we kind of, we kind of moved forward, but we knew and expected that, you know, we wanted to win another one. And then after that second one, we were kind of like, okay, great. We accomplished that. And, 
now it's time for college, and, and we expected that to be harder and went out and tried to pursue that as a mission now. Man, so being the top assistant at Colorado State, and, and I'm going to have you, I'm, I'm thinking a week from today, I'm going to try to reach out to some guys who played basketball in this area and now are coaching at the, at the college level. And right. if I do that show, I'd love to have you back to talk about Colorado State. But when Absolutely. you talk to these kids and you recruit these kids, do, do you find that there are some kids that are still living their life you know, from what they did on the high school floor? Oh, yeah. I mean, and that's honestly, it's a lot of freshmen when they come in and they're kind of shell-shocked, you know, right away with the intensity of, of the college basketball game on both sides of the floor. And, you know, you get the kids that you score 30 points a game and, you know, they come in and they can't they can't even make a shot or just touch the paint right now. And it's it's a lot of mental toughness rather than what your physical ability is when, when you first get there. The the mentally tough kids that can defend usually play right away. And, you know, the kids that come in with a lot of skills sometimes struggle a little bit. And, you know, it's normal. But, but you got to break those barriers and, and get through that mental piece of the game before you can kind of, you know, pass it on to the physical part. Look, Jay, and, and uh, you're, you're not around here, so you don't understand how much I talk about about you as as an example to say, hey, look, here's a kid, and and it's kind of like people are like, man, look, I understand J.R. Blount was important, and I go, but these are the things I'm telling you that this kid had a will to win. I tell people that November first every year you broke up with whatever girl you were going out with. Am I am I telling the truth on that? <laughs> My mom wouldn't let me have girlfriends, so like I was just kind of. Just focus on basketball anyway. So, I mean, uh, if any of those girls are listening, then, you know, that was the reason why. <laughs> hey, man, look, and I was not, I've never been a creepy old man, but I'm telling you, whatever girl that you were just talking to, I guess your senior year at Dominican, she had nowhere close to as beautiful as your wife is, but my goodness, right. I said, Jay, I don't think you're going to pull this out. You go, man, she's gone. Tomorrow, done. Yeah. And sure enough, you did it. And it was this whole focus. Where do you think the mental toughness came from, Jake? Because you came in as a freshman thinking you belonged. And and yeah. I, I look, I tell people the first three practices your freshman year, you stood off the side a little bit. Practice four, you said, I got Ray. And people yeah. are like, man, you don't got Ray, little freshman, get away. No, I got Ray. <laughs> And you guys battled, man. It was it was a battle, and I don't know where that mental toughness came from. Yeah, you know, I think it, it a lot of tributes to my dad, and um, you know, I, he just kind of pushed me that way. And you know, I, I remember going into those varsity practices and, and just kind of being a little intimidated, and, and my dad being like, "Hey, man, just go play. Like it's basketball, you know." And I kind of took that mantra as the year went on. And, you know, I, I remember coming home every day after practice, just being mad that I wasn't starting. And I was like, you don't, you don't deserve to start. Like, who are you going to start over? And, you know, I kind of just always have had a chip on my shoulder that way. And, you know, I kind of just, that, that that's how I approached the game. And it was more about being the mentally tough guy than, than being somebody that could dunk or do all the other stuff. Cause you know, I wasn't wasn't physically gifted like some of those other guys we had on the team. But you always figured out a way to to get it done. Um, the 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 story that that and I talked to Coach Randall uh, earlier in the week, and and I said, hey, I, look, this is a story I remember, and I'll never forget it. We were the day before we were playing Berlin Catholic Central down at their place, and like we were undefeated, ranked. 
I don't know, two, three, four in the state, and they were undefeated, and the, the game was sold out on a Monday. It was a Friday night. I met the team down there. A minute to go in the Thursday night practice, you came down the side of somebody's foot, and you were, yeah. you were struggling. And you walked through the gym, said goodnight to the coaches, and then I snuck down the back and watched you try to get to yourself to your car, and you could put no weight on that foot. Walked back upstairs and said, guys, get ready for plan B. He's not playing anymore. And I get down to Berlin Catholic Center, you got your ears, you got your headphones on, listen to music, and I tapped you. I said, you playing tonight? You're like, yeah, man, I'm straight. I said, you're playing tonight. You go, yeah. I said, I snuck down the back stairs and watched you try to get to your car last night. He said, man, J.R. Blunt goes, don't get sneaky on me, coach. Started laughing. Look, we're down eight. He scored. He hits a three. We get it to five. Took a timeout with two minutes to go. I go out, and he goes, man, your face all red. Relax, coach. I got this. We're not losing tonight. <laughs> and sure enough, he went out and scored the next eight or something, and we won, and you didn't practice for the next week. Yeah. So that whole mental toughness, uh, of it came from somewhere, and I, I think you're right. I think it came from your dad, who was one of the nicer people, but, man, I wouldn't want to tick him off. <laughs> me either. That's why I was always more playing, like, Hey, like he—he—he's he, gonna be mad at me if I say I'm scared or intimidated. So, you know, I want to go out there and just make sure I prove him wrong first and foremost before I gotta hear it when I get home. Man, that's awesome. Hey, let's talk a little bit about living in Colorado at this point. You—you you like the area? Um, I know you like the team and 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 all of that. Team's playing awfully well, and and we're recording this a little bit earlier in the week because you got you guys got a chance to to maybe uh, do do some good things in that in the tournament. Yeah, man, we're we're having a really good year, Coach. You know, it, it's been a unique year to say the least, and uh, our guys have really thrived off of that. Honestly, and, you know, we got a tough group of guys that are ultra competitive. Like that's just the the word that stands out when I when I think about this group. And then, you know, we got we got the Mount West tournament coming up here. We're going to travel to, and um, you know, we got the three seed, which is one of the highest seeds and we won 14 games in the league this year, which was the most ever in Colorado state history. So looking to do some things and, and hopefully continue playing as March goes on. The longer you're playing in March, the better your team's doing. Well, I know this from watching some of your games that you handle the defense. And I told my wife, I said, look, he, he's not even looking at the offensive side, <laughs> he, but boy, he's getting up every time they're on the defensive side. Do you like uh, coaching that side of the ball? I really do. I really enjoy it. Um, you know, it's just something that is prideful, you know, and I think I think anybody can do it. You know, and I think that's what we've really accomplished this year. You know, we weren't very good defensively last year. And this year we've kind of taken a step and jumped into the top 50 in the nation. And it, it really is just about the guy's will. And, and it's a lot of mental toughness stuff. And I think that's why the defensive end is so important to me and, you know, Coach Randall will be on later, but, you know, that that's the guy who really taught me all my principles defensively, just coaching with him at St. Leo. And, you know, we, we would do ball toughness drills where guys were basically ended up with a bloody nose until the drill ended. But it, it was all about the toughness and getting into guys and playing the right way on the defensive end, which really, you know, has, has helped our team this year too. Man, I can't imagine uh, Jarrell Harris with a bloody nose. He was too quick, man. He was too quick, but he was uh, he was not the strongest kid. He's, from what I understand, I haven't actually seen him, but I've talked to him a couple times. Uh, man, he's in the weight room a lot more now than he was back in high school and college. He's big now. I follow him on social media. He's he's strong now. He he was. He was very quick, but. 
tough kid, man. Like, he, he was tough, and obviously, you know, you saw it firsthand, but with an explosive burst, and he really had a great career down there for us at St. Leo. Yeah, and at Steven's point. Hey, Jay, thank, thank you so much. And again, the whole the, the theme of this show is to talk to guys who won state championships, and they were really important to them then. And you know what? But then it's it's time to move on. You graduate from high school, and now let's get some start some other memories here in college and and become a man. He's got you know Jr.'s married to a beautiful girl. You have two kids, correct? Two daughters. Two girls. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And just so you know, when I talked to Lance, he did ask me to ask you if you found a jump shot yet. But I I, I don't want to say that. I don't want to say it. Jr. Thank you very much. He is Jr. Blunt. We're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, Lance Randall. The head coach back at St. Leo is going to join us. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. I want to thank J.R. Blount for coming on. I do miss him. And uh, when I said he's the best player I ever coached in 36 years, I, I stand by that. And there are really good players that I had. But all around, academically, spiritually, physically, mentally, uh, the will to win, he, he had it all. And, he, you know, he got a chance to, to, to be around Lance Randall for a while as a coach. And Lance thinks that the... the, the just as the same way I feel about him as a player, that's how Lance feels about J.R. Blount. And, and I reached out to Lance because Lance knows a lot about basketball. I've been around the game a long time, but he is a player, didn't win a state championship, got really close, but as a coach did. And with this show, us talking about kids utilizing that game of basketball, and if you win a state championship, that's a good memory. It's a great memory, but then move on. You know what? There's things that there's things that you're gonna should be doing then after that, and so I said, Lance, would you come on and talk about that? And he said, Of course. Hey, Lance, we just got done talking to J.R. Blount, and I don't know if there's a better human being. That's a really good guy right there. Yeah, I love that guy. And uh, good, good morning, Mike. By the way, love good morning, that guy. Lance. He, um, you know, one of my favorite people, and and I was fortunate. I we I coached him at Loyola when I was an assistant there, and just. Just did everything the right way, and then obviously when we had a graduate assistant spot open at at Stevens Point, he came on with us and um, was a huge part of us winning the national championship. Then he went overseas and he actually played for one of my old point guard when I coached overseas, and so we've had a strong connection. Came back was my associate head coach at St. Leo for three years, and um, we went to three NCAA tournaments and just a massive part of our success. But just you know, just a better human being than than anything. You know. Yeah, and I super you and I both. Lance, you and I both believe that, and it's really hard to get a Division One head job, but he's ready now. Oh yeah, there's no question. You know, he he was a he's a born leader. You know, his parents did a, just a wonderful job. He's just so well raised, and and um, he's got all the tools. He's got all the integrity, and I think it just comes. You know, he just exudes it, and the guys know it. You pick up on it. I mean, you you know, we're we're in a you're coaching. Everybody talks about the X's and O and the play they should have ran and hearing that. But, you know, really we're in a relationship business and, you know, the relationships that you develop and guy, like, a lot of guys do it different ways. Um, you know, JR is, is, is a, you know, he's very personable, but he's also a little bit old school in the sense that he has high expectations and he expects you to figure things out and get it done. But he's also, you know, empathetic and caring and 
he has a, a tendency to get close to guys, but without, um, you know, without conceding any bit of, uh, you know, it, it, integrity or any part of the game that would, um, you know, that would, would harm them. There's no enabling. There's no, there's no butt kissing. It's just, it's just coaching. It's just helping people be the best person and the best player that they can be, which is it's ultimately what great coaches do. You know, when he talked about, he loves, he loves um, being the guy coaching the defense um, at Colorado State, and he and he made a quick, just a throwaway comment, but he said, "Hey, I love it because I think everybody, anybody can play defense. It's all about your heart and all about going hard and 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 doing it." And he said, "And and, and so it was kind of a throwaway line, but that's exactly who he is." Look, there is no there is no reason that you shouldn't play hard and play well on defense because that's all just getting after it and it's all you know heart stuff and and that's what made him so good because that part of life and his game was just better than anybody else I ever coached. Yeah, and that's and that is a great that's a that's a great line and it is true. I mean, there's any anybody can take a charge and, and anybody can get on the floor for a loose ball and rotate and help your teammates and, and great defensive teams. Are, are selfless. It's the most selfless part of basketball. People talk about making the next pass and reversing the ball or just, you know, a great passer in general, a great point guard being unselfish players. But, you know, really the, the defensive side is where you see people's selflessness come up because you need to be in rotation. You need to be in a gap or in the next spot for the guys. You need to block out consistently so you don't give up an offensive. Re- All those little things that really add up to winning because it is the, the details are what separate good teams from great teams or decent teams from good teams or however you want to, um, however you want to place that. But he's right. Every, anybody can play defense and, and it's getting them to buy into that extra effort. And then there's, there's no glory. There's, there's just so limited glory, you know, individual glory on that defensive side. And, right. and in this day and age, when so many people want to be stroked with immediacy, you know, you know, with social media, you need this, you know, this immediate, um, you know, this, uh, this immediate recourse, somebody comes back to you. So I put something out there and you know, your, people count their likes or count their, you know, what it's, you know, whatever it is. I'm not on social media, so I have no idea. But <laughs> yeah. so that, that trend, that, that ends up coming to our, you know, it, into our game. So there's an expectation that, did I play well? You know, did, did I do enough? You, you know, when they cheer for your, your made shot and you know, when you made the free throws, you know, when you made the great pass and the crowd goes, you know, and, and the, you know, your team stands up. But when you were just in that gap, or you just were there and you helped keep a guy from, from driving. Um, there's not that much there for them other than that at the end of the day, you help, you help win. And that's coaches know that that's, those guys are invaluable and, and great defenders. They find a way on the court. And then they, then the other part that they, what you learn with defense is that, and JR, JR understands this completely is that especially young guys, if you can get out and defend, like you get to play through some stuff. Like you get to play through the, 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 the turnovers or maybe the bad shot or whatever. If you, if you can provide on that other end, just be solid and sound and tough and understand game plans and scouting reports. And then you get some of that same, um, that, that same room to grow that, that the star that the senior does. Um, if you learn that early. And, and I, I just know, I know JR and he just does a tremendous job of putting together a scouting report, putting together a game plan. And then, the most important thing, like you can have these intricate, detailed scouting reports, but if it doesn't translate to your team in a, in, a, in a fashion where they can just 
oh yeah, that's, that's what it is. I just need to do this and without thinking about it, but falls within the discipline of your, you know, the parameters of your system, your scheme, whatever it is defensively. Well, that's when really your, your great coaches are. Because anybody can put together a 10-page scout report and give all these, you know, he likes to go left, but he steps back here, and he does this, and then they rotate. You can't have guys thinking out there. And I think that was honestly one of the genius when JR was an assistant for me is that he was able to simplify, yet, yet get through all the pour through all the film and all the tape, yet simplify the scout report in a manner that our guys could understand it and then execute it consistently at a high level and then believe in it. Right. You got to get them to believe in it too. Like you can't have a, like a toe on the water when they're not all in. Um, and that, and that, that's great. Again, that's great coaching. And he has all the, he has 100%. All the, checks all the boxes he, for sure. Mike. He is. Uh, we're talking to Lance Randall. He's back at St. Leo head coach S Leo in Florida. And, and Jared's team did get beat last night. They, they only gave up 62 points. So the defensive side, they did fine, uh, but they only scored 50. They lost Utah state. Uh, last night, 62-250. Hey, Lance, the, the thread behind uh, through the show today is to talk to people that, you know, understand that winning a state high school basketball tournament here in the state of Wisconsin is just a good, it is. It's a great memory and should be used as a stepping stone to what you're going to do next to make more great memories and not that should not be the pinnacle. And as a coach, you you know, you, you won, I think, one or two here in the state. And then you, as a player, got to the finals and didn't get it done. Um, but so you understand that part of it. And I think it's important for parents and kids to understand, don't let your high school career be the pinnacle of what of what your athletic life is. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, we, I, I was, uh, I'm a better coach than I was a player. <laughs> I'm not saying that as, any, as patting myself on, on the back as a coach. I'm just saying I wasn't that good of a player. I mean, I was all right. But our, our, you know, in, especially in a small town, when you're in a small town, there's a lot put on that, right? It just it tends to be, or a smaller school. And it is. I've got to say this first and foremost. I've coached in a lot of different states, and I've been to a lot of state tournaments. And Wisconsin does it as well or better than any state in the country. I mean, I think you look at Indiana basketball does a tremendous job at the state tournament. Illinois does a pretty good job. But the, really, the Wisconsin state tournament is just a phenomenal thing. So already that, that, that stage is, is set at a higher level, that where it feels bigger than, than it really probably is. But it is a great – they do – and I give up the WIA and, and, and really the, um, you know, the WBCA. All, the, entire, the, the entire state does a great job with the basketball, with the state tournaments, the all-star games, all that stuff. And we have a unified Wisconsin people are very provincial and very unified in their, in their sports, right? Packer fans, Brewer fans, Bucks fans, Badger, Marquette, you know, the lot, there is a lot of that Um, maybe stronger than any state um, in the country or as strong, but, you know, growing up um, especially playing for my dad, you know, basketball was a thing. We wanted to win the state championship and we, and and we didn't, we lost in the state tournaments, our only loss of the year. And And it hurt for many years. I know how that feels for those players, but it, it is part of, it feels good when you do win them. It feels amazing. And it's a culmination of a, of an, a journey and a process. Um, and it feels like, you know, many times in people's lives, I think that you get to a stage where you think um, maybe you're going to have bad, you, I just have bad luck. I don't think it's ever going to happen. I, I don't think this. And when you do win a championship and you share it with other people, really the joy is sharing it with your community, sharing it with your teammates, sharing it with your coaches, sharing it with your, you know, the, the, your classmates and such. But the actual trophy or the rings or whatever you get, 
I mean, my my rings are sitting in a box in a closet somewhere. I couldn't even tell you where they're at, to be honest with you. I couldn't right. tell you where they're at. We won a national championship at Stevens Point. We won a couple state championships at Oshkosh West. And I, I know they're somewhere in my closet. Um, I'm very proud of them. But I'm really more, I, I'm really more connected with, with the experience, the memories um, of, of being a part of that. And, and I've also been a part of some amazing teams that didn't win state championships. And my relationships with those guys, with those coaches, with those players are as stronger, stronger than, than some of our championship teams. And, and that can happen in any aspect of athletics for sure. He is uh, Lance Randall. And, and Lance, thank you so much. I, I believe next week I'm going to reach out to guys that that played high school basketball here in the state and went on to coach in college and then talk about where they're coaching and, and, and give those schools a little bit of love. So I may reach out to you and have you on again um, next week. And, and I'll tell you this, if you're a guy my age, um, I will never forget um, your dad, Steve Randall, what, an unbelievable coach, high school level here in the state of Wisconsin. And the story of you taking over for him, and and I never let's never let that name, um, you know, not not when we're talking about great coaches and 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 things like that in the state of Wisconsin, his name needs to needs to be brought up, and I want to make sure that I do that. And I was a big fan of your father's. So I have to tell you that. Well, I appreciate that, Mike. Yeah, he was a great man. He was a great coach. And I got to tell you a little story. We we when I was coaching overseas, we made it to the final four of the of the Northern European Basketball League. We, in, in Odessa, Ukraine. So it's a lot of uh, German teams and, and, um, and teams in Scandinavia, some French, and, and then a lot of like Eastern, like former Soviet bloc, Lithuania, Latvia, Estonia, and, and then um, through the Ukraine. And so our owner allowed, my dad was out, their season was over, and they were on spring break. They allowed him to come out. Um, he flew him out there with us, and we coached. And I'm telling you, this guy, high school coach, hit the floor, and immediately was coaching like he had been a, a professional coach and coached these guys for, for years. And it was a little bit comical at first. And it wasn't a little bit how, the, how our guys would take it. But they just, they just loved him because it, go, great coaching, just it, 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 it doesn't matter the level. I mean, some of the best coaches I've ever coached against were, were in the high school level, in the FVA, you know, in the North Shore. Some of the best coaches that, that you, you'll go against. So, again, I'll go back to what I said at the beginning. Coaching is relationship building. My dad was great at that, phenomenal. But coaching is, is, is a relationship business. And, you know, you got to have schemes at work. you gotta have, you got to stay on top of it. Things are changing fast. Skill levels are changing fast. But ultimately, if you're a good person, you care, you work hard at your game, you come across authentic, you know, you have integrity, you, you, you push guys, you're, not, you're, not, you're, you're, willing, to, um, you're willing to do, do say things and do things that maybe are uncomfortable. Um, at the time, but are in the best interest of the entire team. Um, you know, I think that, you know, you have a chance to be a, you know, you'll have a great career in this. And it is. It's, it's, when it's good, there's no better profession, for sure, as you know, Mike. Lance, thank, thank you so much. Lance Randall, head uh, basketball coach at St. Leo in Florida. I really appreciate your time. We're going to get to a break. Andy Fox from Arrowhead is going to join us on the other side. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show, presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. I want to thank Lance Randall, head coach at St. Leo, 
for a couple of minutes of his time. We are now joined by Andy Fox from, I guess say Norbert, but I say from Arrowhead. And I know the last high school game that he ever played, I coached him at, which was an all-star game over at Mount Mary University, and we had some fun with that. So I reached out to Andy, told him a little bit about what I was thinking for this show, and he said, come on, I, I definitely would come on. I want to thank Coach Hazi for, for sending over Andy's uh, phone number to me. Andy Fox, how you been? I'm good. I'm good. I'm, I'm hanging in there. Beautiful day in Madison, Wisconsin. It's, it's almost springtime, so I'm excited to get out and start doing some stuff. Yeah, I'm not putting my snowblower away, young man. I've been, I'm too old. I've been in Wisconsin for too long. I'm not know, putting that thing you. away till <laughs> yeah, till about the end of May. I'm, I'm telling you. Hey, Andy, this show is uh, to talk to people that won state championships and then talk a little bit about what it meant to them and then what they did with it and what they used it for. And, and you know, it's, it's a great memory. It's just it's one of many really good memories when it comes to the game of basketball. And before I ask you about that, um, where were you on the floor when uh, when that bank shot went in against uh, Marquette? Oh, I was uh, so it was actually I remember the play perfectly. Uh, we drew we drew up a uh, a lob to the rim for Ben Mills, our big seven footer, um, and of course they took it away and Rushman was wide open right at the top. So I uh, I delivered the pass and uh, he sent it in or he banked it in and then from there I, I blacked out. I had no idea what I did. I just <laughs> we were all running around and again awesome memory every every year around March. It, that stuff just flashes back. Well, there's a great picture of you, and I don't know if you ever saw it, jumping on his shoulders in Madison.com. Yeah. And uh, I'm looking at it right now, and you look, you know, you look like you're about 16 at that point. You probably were, but man, pure joy. And and I, hopefully that Coach Cooks is not listening right now because he remembers <laughs> that bank shot as well. And I, he's not going to sleep tonight if he hears I'm talking about it. Uh, that's for sure. You know, Hazi in that in that uh, article said, "Look, you got to credit Andy Fox for being unselfish. He ran the play the right way, and and uh, you know said some good things about you in that article. When you, when you think back at that time um, at Arrowhead, winning the state championship." You know, let's talk a little bit about it, what it meant to you back then and then what you used it for. Yeah, um, I mean, it's funny. Uh, last weekend I was texting Hazi as uh, I was watching the D2 and D1 state final games. And like I said, every year it, it just brings up memories and it's a great memory. I mean, you, I, I'm growing up in the Heartland area, going to Coach Hazi's basketball camps. And all you ever wanted to be was a Warhawk and, and play for play for Coach Hazi and Growing up through the years, seeing guys like Johnny Hoke and people you looked up to make it to state, and then it's your turn, and, and you come up, and we had a really good team, and um, obviously we played, we set a great year, and, and I know when you get to state, it's uh, you're kind of on top of the basketball world uh, in Wisconsin, and being 18 years old, and I mean, again, growing up, that's kind of all I ever wanted to do, um, and you win, and it's again, you have all this exposure. And I think my situation was a little bit unique because um, I'd always wanted to go on and play college basketball. That was, that was always my goal. And um, we had Ben Mills on our team and he had reopened his recruitment. Um, he had committed to Boise. I think they had a coaching change and uh, he reopened his, his recruitment. So for me, I used that state championship, honestly, as I, I got a lot more exposure than I typically did. Um, and so we win the state championship and obviously it's awesome. And everybody's, everybody's happy, but I kind of used it as like a, 
almost like a vehicle, right, is in, into the next step of my life where that had always been a goal. But then my next goal was play college basketball, right? So, and I think that's kind of um, the way I, I approach it. And I got some walk-on offers um, and I elected to go to St. Norbert, obviously. Um, but from that, that state championship, I mean, again, it was a goal I always had growing up, but kind of the way I've attacked life ever since then is, okay, cool. We, we, we accomplished that and it's an awesome memory, but, but what happens next, right? And then it was play college basketball, make it to the NCAA tournament, get a great education. And I mean, fast forward, which is crazy to think about, um, more than 10 years ago. Um, so fast forward 10 years to today, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm living in Madison. I work for a, uh, a big temp tech company based out of San Francisco. But, um, when I think about like basketball, right. And kind of how I got to where I am today. I mean, it's a lot of the stuff that um, you hear every day from the coaches like Coach Hazy or Coach Kresch at St. Norbert. It's, um, again, facing adversity, um, understanding your role, right? Things like that that you just take with you everywhere you go. And, and winning a state championship and being part of a great high school experience, it's it's something you can never take away from somebody. But it's it's just that. It's a memory. And then you just continue to build on it. And that's that's what I've really tried to do. Man, you see, this is why I, I I wanted to have him on. Exactly what he just talked about. And later in the show, um, Andy, we're gonna my son Matthew's gonna join us the last segment. And he has often told me, Dad, it, it's really interesting because in the business world that I'm in, being a point guard on the basketball floor, I carried that over because I'm trying to trying to think two or three steps ahead of yeah. everybody else. And that's kind of what you talked about. The other part that really interests me is you decided to go to St. Norbert and you could have gone, you could have walked down to some of these division one schools and you always had that dream, but you took a breath and said, look, St. Norbert gives me a chance to play and academically. It doesn't get any better than that school. And you get a chance to play for coach Gresh, who's a really fine basketball coach. What a good decision for you. Yeah. I mean, I can't say I mean, it's funny. You look back and you always wonder, oh, man, what if? Like, what if I would have gone to one of these D1 schools? And But I'm a, ga- I'm a gamer, right? I didn't. I know if I did that route, I'd, I'd have an uphill battle to see the floor. And, cool, I could check the box. But, who you knows? maybe you transfer back and you're playing D3 hoops anyways. And, I mean, you know more than anybody, D3 basketball is very underrated unless you're you're part of it. You really understand it. And yep. um, best decision I ever made. I mean, Coach Gresh runs a Division One program at a Division Three level, and we played in three NCAA tournaments. I ended up meeting my fiance, and we're going to get married here next year. So, uh, obviously, you always wonder what if, but I'm a gamer. I wanted to play. And, um, again, like, kind of like your son, like you really take that point guard mentality or that competitive nature and you apply it to your everyday life, right? I mean, I hate losing. I'm in sales now. If I lose, I get angry. When I play basketball, I still I'm, I lose if I, or get angry if I lose, right? So it's really the same sort of mindset. You just apply it now to, to real life. Hey, um, we cannot – I can't cut you loose without us making fun of Coach Hazy a little bit. <laughs> you know, it, it, look, I, I do. I, I enjoy him, and I consider him a friend, and I think he's a really good basketball coach. I think if he just had a little bit – yeah, more excitement about the game when he's on the sidelines. If if he would, you know, he never stands up. He doesn't ever yell at refs, doesn't yell at kids. I think if he brought that to his arsenal, he would be a better coach. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I've heard him yell a few times. I'm going to tell him at least hey, that. <laughs> you know what? If you don't get sarcasm, that was total sarcasm. Look, I think he does a great job, and, and uh, 
he he thinks the world of you. He uh, when we talked a little bit, he said, "Man, this is a really good dude," and he'd be a yeah, good I ambassador. Mean, he'd be a really good ambassador for our program. Yeah, I mean, Coach Hazy, I can't like I said, growing up, I always wanted to be a Warhawk and, and play for Coach Hazy, and it's it's funny as as you grow up, those relationships, right? When you're a kid, he's your basketball coach. He's your basketball coach, right? And then you, you grow up and become an adult and he's a friend. I play golf with him, try to play golf with him once or twice a year and just shoot texts back and forth and talk hoops. Like again, he's, he's been so influential in my life. Um, and I know that's again, something else I try to apply with basketball and I coach high school hoops for a while. And I see some of these kids going on and getting scholarships. It's, he's building, he's building young men at Arrowhead, right. And, and leading them into the next step of their life. So Again, echo it. I can't say enough good things about about Coach Hazy. Well, that didn't go the way I thought, man. I thought we <laughs> both take shot. No, hey, Craig knows what I feel about him. Andy, thank you so much. It's exactly what I was looking for, and I really appreciate it a lot. He is Andy Fox. I won a state championship in 2010 at Arrowhead, and now doing great things. Living in Madison, but gets back to our area quite a bit. Have a good weekend, young man. Thank you. Yeah, appreciate it. Take care. You bet. Uh, we're going to get to a break. Other side of the break, Zach Bond. He is a linebacker for the New Orleans Saints, won a state championship for Brown Deer. Um, and he's a proud Falcon. He is. And we'll talk to Zach Bond about his high school days and what he utilized that state championship in that time, playing for Coach Appleby, to do with the rest of his life. And he, obviously, he's done a lot. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick and save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGiver. We're now joined by Zach Vaughn. He uh, won a state championship uh, over at Brown Deer. And uh, it was 2014, if I remember right. Uh, they beat Lodi and Ron Colley up at the Cole Center. And, and uh, wanted to reach out to Zach. And th- I want to thank Kelly Appleby for... Uh, putting us together and getting me Zach's phone number. Zach, thanks a lot for a couple of minutes of your time. How are you doing? I'm doing fantastic. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, you bet. So the the, the common thread behind this show is is I, I've been blessed enough to win a couple of state championships as a coach. And, and, you know, Zach, I still see players that that was the pinnacle of their, their, their athletic career. And they still talk about it. And I, and I like that, 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 that it's a good fond memory but I think it's important for, for guys like you to, 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 to win a state championship and then say, hey, thanks, guys. Good to see you. And we'll talk about it when I come back. But, man, time to move on. And you certainly have done that in a big way playing up at, at Wisconsin and now with New Orleans. Um, do you, you remember those days back at, at Brown Deer? Oh, absolutely. Every, every, every second, every play, every minute of, of every game I played pretty much is ingrained in my mind. I was actually back at. Brown Deer for a workout with uh, Coach Appleby, and we were just reminiscing on all the times we had, and all the plays, and all the people we've met. And there's just so much, so many memories that go into uh, a, a state championship run, and even just a season um, that that you really are, are really ingrained in your head. And and the things you learned about being an athlete, and I remember you coming onto the scene on the, more on the football side, and then watching you on the basketball side. But it was, you know, people started talking about you, and I thought, oh, who is this kid? And on the football field, it was like Coach Green said, look, I'm going to play him everywhere. 
wherever I need him, we're going to put him there. And, you know, I think he had six touchdowns in a game, and then I'm watching on the basketball floor. So that was that those high school days were super important for you to lay the groundwork to be able to then go to the next two levels. Yeah, looking back, I, I couldn't be more thankful for being a multi-sport athlete, always being involved and always learning those leadership skills. Because um, it, it, they're different when you translate them from football to basketball, but when you look back, they're, they're also important in um, the development of, of an athlete, athlete, especially a young athlete that's de- trying to work on developing those leadership skills and develop their athleticism as well. Hey, Zach, was it, was it difficult for you to go from football where you were the guy? I mean, you were straight up the guy on both sides of the ball to the basketball floor where you had Devontae Jackson and I think Jerry Luckett and Byers is on that team. I mean, you had some guys that, that could kind of take some of the pressure off you where you didn't have to score 25 a game on the basketball floor for your team to be successful. Did you enjoy that, that, that part of it? Oh, I loved it. The contrast between football, where I was like kind of really the head guy right. compared to basketball, where I was really just a role player, a rebounder, defensive guy. I think it's important for people to, or for, it was important for me to distinguish and, and, and um, get used to those different uh, leadership roles. I was still a leader on the basketball court, but just in a different way. It really helped my my development as a leader as well kind of kind of having being the head guy and then being a, a role player and, and look as a role player do yourself a favor if you don't remember just google zach vaughn highlight basketball and watch 2014-15 basketball highlights because i'll tell you what he way more than a role player he was a, a, a human highlight tape and i just love the fact that when we talked a couple days ago, he said, yeah, I, I do remember all the high school stuff, but I also remember all the college stuff, and now I'm going to make more memories, you know, at the professional level. And I, I just think that that's really important for our youth and our kids and our parents, Zach, to understand that use basketball as much as, as you can to get yourself to the next level, to get yourself, even if it's not playing athletics, but getting to a good job or getting to a good college Utilize what you learn by hanging out with all these guys and working hard and coming together as a team. Um, I think that's probably what what we need to to tell these kids and instill in them that that's the important part of this. Yeah, just staying involved in general. I think whether it's athletics or it's the math club or it's the the orchestra or whatever it may be, band. Um, just being involved and being experienced and dipping your toes in in a, in a bunch of different buckets. Because you never know what you're going to learn from those experiences, and you never know what you're going to take from them moving forward. And I definitely learned a lot of lessons um, just being involved in a lot of things in high school and college and um, now at this level. Man, what, um, how different is it? And, and I guess with COVID, it, it was a whole different year for everybody, but it had to be real different for you in your first year with the New Orleans Saints, correct? Oh, yeah. Uh, there was a lot of obstacles that that needed to be overcome as with everyone else in this world but um it 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 was important to look at it in the fact that everyone was going through it at the same time you know um just not feeling bad for yourself or not 
um, not not getting in the mindset, woe is me, but taking advantage of the opportunity because it was a, a, a big transition year for myself, but um, that was my normal. I don't know what a normal rookie year looks like, so um, hopefully things are, are better by, by this upcoming season, and um, the important thing is just to take advantage of um, the opportunities that are given to you. Well, Zach, I, for um, doing some research on the show, I, I, I congratulations are in order. You got married, and um, y- not bad for a brown deer boy, by the way. Not bad, not bad. <laughs> you, you know, I use that term. I'll kick your coverage a lot, but I, I think that probably uh, I know I'm the president of that company. But you might be in that in that club with me, just so you know. <laughs> I'm definitely, I definitely be in that club with you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, well done. I thank you so much for a couple minutes of your time. Uh, continue to be a great ambassador for for Brown Deer and and everything you learned there and certainly up at Wisconsin. And uh, I, I really appreciate uh, you coming on for a few minutes. I think it's important for these parents and kids to, to to hear from guys like you that utilized and still remember them and their great memories, but used them to, to do something great with it. So, Zach, thanks a lot. Uh, you got to get back to work, I'm sure, fairly soon. When, when do you guys, uh, when do you head out? Um, I've been in Wisconsin for about a month now, and we head yep. out, and uh, I think we got two more weeks here. So, thank you, taking advantage of my time here and enjoying time with family and, and friends and um, then it's back to work. Then it's back to work. Well, uh, make us proud and and uh, and play well. And thanks a lot for a couple minutes of your time, Zach. Thanks for having me, Mike. Appreciate you got it. it. Have a good day. On the other side of the break, our superhero of the week. I'll just tell you this: she got a 36 on her ACT. I think I took it maybe three times. I didn't add them all up. I wouldn't have gotten a 36. She got an 36 on her ACT from Brookfield Academy. Our current electric superhero of the week will join us. This is the Varsity Blitz High School Basketball Coaches Show presented by your local pick-and-save stores on 1250 AM, The Fan.